right, and welcome to Unclever. Glad to have you guys with us today. This is Blake with Mr. Todd and Mr. Alex. Hello. Yo. What? Somebody owes somebody a soda. <laughs> <laughs> we are coming to you with a, this is another food, food related episode today. And let me just start off by saying I have a major pet peeve when it comes to food or a couple of particular types of food. Um, so I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but have you ever had the thing where somebody says, Hey, come to my house. I can make this and it tastes just like fill in the blank restaurant. Yes. I think so. That's that you've done this to me. Have I? Yeah. Yeah. With probably what? a frosty. Was I wrong? It's pretty, it's pretty, it's close. It's close, yeah. but okay. Wrong. I think, I think, I think it was 98.3% there. Okay. So that's, that's, if a, it was side by side with a real frosty, I would have known which it would have to be side by side. Yeah. I for you so. to pick. Yeah. But I, the texture was just slight ever so And I may just not a slightly, I may not have spun it well enough, mm. but, but the flavor was there, right? Oh, yeah. The flavor's there. Chocolate milk, man. It's not just chocolate milk. If that don't taste like chocolate milk, I've never had chocolate milk. <laughs> you know how to make a frosty? Drive do, to Wendy's. Do you do you put <laughs> chocolate milk in the recipe? Yes. Mm-hmm. But there's <laughs> other stuff in there too. Hey, should we give a warning? Uh, you might not need to listen to this for your lactose intolerant. Why? Cheese dip, right? Yeah. Well, we got to got to give a warning up front. We're, we're gonna yeah. get to that. If, if they <laughs> hear something with dairy, it's something a with dairy, man. Got to like, pull over. Yeah. Hives. <laughs> EpiPen coming out. <laughs> well, there's a... Uh, all right. So, I think I get pretty close on the Wendy's Frosty. No, I, I, like I said, I think it's 98% there. If you want to know how to make a Wendy's Frosty, it is... You use a half a gallon of chocolate... In, you take an ice cream maker, and you do a half a gallon of chocolate milk. You do one regular 16-ounce tub of Cool Whip. And then you do one can of Eagle Brand milk. One regular size can of Eagle Brand milk. And you can, the best way to do it is to, if you have a blender big enough to blend most of it up or blend up the Cool Whip and the Eagle Brand milk with about half of the chocolate milk and then mix it all together inside of the ice cream maker and then you just spin it like regular ice cream with ice on the outside. The more you know. So your pet peeve is going to somebody's house or whatever and they say, I can make whatever exactly like that. I think your problem is you build it up too much in your head. You're right, but also no, they're also they're a liar. They're a liar, <laughs> yeah. and the truth's not in them. Like their words. <laughs> if you say I can make I can make sauce at home that tastes just like Milo's, you I don't know deliver. why anyone on earth would want to do that. It's awful. <laughs> We'll not go there. Whatever. Save that for another day. No, we'll, it's terrible. Okay. Right, let's talk about it right now. No, let's not talk about it because we're going to get mad. <laughs> <laughs> what about? I'm pretty sure that uh, Pickle Septic provides their sauce. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Shout out to Pickle. <laughs> all right. That, that's, that's wrong, man. All right. Well, it's Guthrie's. You like Guthrie sauce? Oh, Guthrie sauce. Well, I mean. There's nothing that compares to it, man. It's so good. It tastes like mother's comfort. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So if somebody said to you, come to my house, 
I can make we're gonna we're gonna have uh I'm gonna make chicken fingers and french fries and we're gonna have I can make sauce that tastes just like Guthrie's. It might even be better than Guthrie's, but it tastes just like it. I'd say no thanks, I'll go to Guthrie's. <laughs> I here my thing is like that that just it's a pet peeve of mine because I'm it. like, it better taste like it. Mm-hmm. It better taste like it. Like don't don't say it tastes just like it. You know how what often I'm, does this happen to you? More than you would think. Here's an gets invited, inside. Gets invited to a lot of dinners <clears throat> with special sauces. I can tell. Um, I'm trying to think of the one that I get the most. One of the ones we're going to talk about is what I get the most. Has but somebody tried to replicate Guthrie sauce for you? No, 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 no. What have you guys had this happen with? The frosty. <laughs> Just me and the frosty. I'm trying to think. Like I don't. Probably like restaurant style queso. So yeah. By you. By me? You've done no, that. I didn't say that. No, I did not. I did not say that because that's pet, peeve pet peeves. Is, he is his pet peeve. Because so, I did it with both of y'all? <laughs> yeah. God, now it comes out. <laughs> now it comes out. No, I, uh, I've i had it done to me with, with restaurant-style queso, white cheese dip. I've had it done to me with sticks fried rice. I have had that, actually. Yeah. And I'm like, mm. It's, I'm not saying it's not good. It's, it's good, but it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not sticks. Yeah. And like what you what you do though is you dangle that out there. You dangle that carrot out there and get me fired up for sticks or get me fired up for restaurant queso. Yeah. It's like you don't believe in your own charisma enough, so you're gonna lie to me about the food. Yeah. But my frosties taste just like Wendy's frosties. Oh, okay. It's ninety eight percent there. From my experience. You just must not have had a batch that was spun just right. <laughs> must have been the well, humidity must not have been right that day. I feel like Blake's coming in hot on this podcast. <laughs> I tell you what, man, he's got <laughs> some stuff to get off his chest you, today. You get a batch brewing, and I'll come over and try it. All right. Well, let's and just I will okay. bring, no meet me at Wendy's <laughs> <laughs> with your frosty, and I'm going side by side. Well, there's some variation in the. Uh, Oh, I'll tell you something else well, he, I've he's had. He's on this. No, 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 no. I've had, there's variation in the chocolate milk, essentially. Hmm. Yeah. Like, because I'm not I, getting bored anymore. I've made them, and like, I can make it with, um, you know, like Great Value brand, yeah. half gallon chocolate milk. I made it with Fair Life chocolate milk. The best, hmm. True Moo. Just depends on the cow. <laughs> yeah. What if the cow's been eating? Genetics of the cow. <laughs> Give me another one. So fried rice from sticks, queso from a restaurant that it's happened to me yeah. with. Waff, waffles like Waffle House. That no, that's absurd. Come on, <laughs> that's absurd. Somebody's I've up had, on a really really nope. high horse with that. <laughs> that's I've had, absurd. I've had somebody do it, and I've also had somebody do. How do you uh, sleep at night? <laughs> I've also had somebody say, uh, "I can make hash brown casserole just like Cracker Barrel." Yeah, probably not, but. <laughs> That's always my response. Yeah. Eh, probably not. The waffles, that's tough to believe. That, that Exactly. When they said it, I was like, lie. Lie. No, 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 no. I promise. That's how you do it. Anyway. The people I'm just that getting... make the waffles at Waffle House aren't even sure what's in that. Right? I mean, it's like they just get some kind of mix, mix it up, and make it. And then oh, yeah, somebody, yeah. They somebody's going to tell you they know what's in that secret formula. Yeah. When the employees don't even know. It comes from... You know, it comes from corporate on like a yeah yeah Wells Fargo. Yeah, they you better be cooking that waffle in like a <laughs> in a Loomis truck, <laughs> armored. You better be cooking that waffle in a room that's forty two degrees too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, all right. hey, I don't know if this is still true. I'm pretty sure it is. Guthrie sauce 
has always been made in house. What? Made in house. What? They fix up big five gallon buckets of Guthrie sauce in the store. They don't get shipped little containers of Guthrie sauce. I just, I'll tell you something else that that's happened to me is, uh, my grandma makes sweet tea. It tastes just like Milo's. Mm. That wouldn't entice me. I'd say, hey, dial it back a little bit on the sugar there, brother. <laughs> or sister. Yeah. So <laughs> I was in Milo's one time and watched them because it, it always it tastes very different to me when I get it in a jug. Yeah, it is a different taste. But I watched them open Milo's jugs and pour them into the dispenser. <laughs> it That doesn't equate to me. <laughs> it tastes different. I know it does, and it did not register when it was happening. I was I was l- looking around like, is anyone else seeing this? Take your cup from Milo's and pour the tea in it. That's the situation. <laughs> it is. I guarantee it. What kind of glass you pouring that tea into at home? You think I think I think if that is the case, which I don't think it is, I no, think I think I'm 100 percent right. And so all. you you're saying it comes out of the jug all the time. Uh, maybe not all the time. You think it was an emergency situation? I think it was an emergency situation. I think it was a situation where, if, and I I think if I recall, it was late. It was like late in the evening, and it was like, we don't have time to fresh brew. Yeah, it doesn't make yeah. sense monetarily for them to be dumping jugs if yeah. they can make it. I mean, right. what, what's the cost of plastic now? It's yeah. sky high. I think that's what But happened. in that case, coming out of the jug, it, yeah. If that tasted, but did that taste exactly the same that day? Do it, you know if for sure if you had jug or was it freshly brewed before? A lot it, of variables. A lot of variables. <laughs> and then and then you're getting some sort of mix. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Then you don't even know what to believe at that point. Which I did do something the other day that I've been wanting to do, and I finally tried it, and I was right on it. Is have y'all had the extra sweet? Absolutely not, not. yet. I'm scared. You think it, Milo's tastes too sweet? Allie V would choke on it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ESN of hilicosophagitis. Yeah. <laughs> no what, doubt. What you choking on there? <laughs> extra sweet. <laughs> I thought, I because I like the extra sweet, but you think regular Milo's sweet tea is too sweet? It's a little too much for me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I like, I, I like I, sweet tea toned down a little bit. I, I actually, I like it. It's borderline not sweet enough. How crazy is that? That's pretty tough how long do you think you're gonna live <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but i saw but when i tried the extra sweet i was like oh this is good but it was like but it was too much to where you can't drink like a large glass of it with a meal it's good yeah. though i'm mm. gonna try it at some point i'm a little nervous i thought it was really good i might just try it so it, it's it's closer to like when i'm making sweet tea at home it's like okay keep putting sugar in it till it's so sweet that it covers up anything bad <laughs> sugar water man <laughs> but the the extra sweet was good, so I thought, you know what would be good is a glass that was like half and half, regular sweet tea, and, and then half extra. I so like was it? it? Fantastic. That seemed like the move. When I've had Milo's tea from the restaurant, it's always better after some of the ice has melted to me. Dilutes it a little bit. No, not mm. for me. Once no. the ice starts melting, it's bad news. No, what I, what I like to do is drink all that sweet tea real quick and then have that tea-flavored ice to munch on. Oh, there's my teeth. Yeah, my no, eyes. but it's that flake ice. They got flake ice. I, and I think that's one of the things that makes their jug sweet tea taste 
that different. may be making their jug sweet tea taste different at the restaurant is the flake ice. We got to get into the physics of that, man. I mean, it's who, all frozen water, right? Who has a flake ice machine at home, though? Very, very few people. Got to go to Hawaii to get that shaved ice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the purpose of this particular podcast was to talk about two in particular, uh, one that Todd and I have uh, have talked about very, very frequently. Yes. There, there, there are two things out there that people, for whatever reason, they want to keep shrouded in mystery. Would you agree? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And it's like you cannot find information on them. Like, we we had to look for you, this. You did. Yeah. I think he spent like two years undercover <laughs> at a movie theater. <laughs> Not that long. But the two things that people seem to want to keep under wraps is how is it that you make movie popcorn, right? Yeah. And some people think, well, oh, I'm, I can make movie popcorn at home. I just... I I, uh, I melt a little butter in a cup yeah. and then I sprinkle it over. No, are they wrong? They are absolutely wrong. <laughs> there there is a very big difference between movie popcorn and anything that you would buy off the shelf. Mm-hmm. And anyway, uh, but we cracked the code on this one. Yeah, and uh, it, I can replicate it. I actually take it a step further, and so when I make it now, it's actually not. If I wanted to replicate movie popcorn exactly, I could. I could, 100%. But I don't usually because I like it a little different than that. So, but I can give you, we can give you the ingredients. Is yeah. that safe for you guys to do? Is it safe for you to that's give a, out the ingredients? That's a good question. Like it's, I haven't, man, I hadn't even thought about this. AMC executives? Is it, could this be a problem? I don't know. We will well, find out. You go home fall up the stairs? Yeah. But, um... I was talking about it one day, and uh, Todd, uh, he he, I didn't realize how much of a popcorn junkie that he was. Big time. This guy used to grow his own popcorn. What what what? <laughs> let's, no 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 I, no. I need, I this is, I need more. No, Time this out. is one of those moments when we need video podcasts because <laughs> yeah. of Alex's face. When and I, I want to know what came to your mind when he said that. Liar. <laughs> okay, but what do you think about a popcorn plant? I have no thoughts. Okay, on that. because it's breaking is, my brain. No, I can tell what, you what he was thinking. He was thinking corn is corn. Exactly. That's what I get. And mm-hmm. it, it blows my mind that people think that because anytime somebody hears I've grown popcorn, I've done it recently. I tried to grow some last year, deer tore it up. But I've grown it successfully several times. And every time I tell somebody that, they say, What? So you just grow corn? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's the difference? Think about it. When you get... There's a big difference. A huge difference. Think about corn on the cob. Yes. What's that kernel looking like? It's bigger. Yellow. It's yellow. It's, it's not soft. the same. It's okay. soft, right? Yeah. It comes off the plant like that. Yeah. It's not like you set that aside for a year, let it dry out, and then pop it. Popcorn is a completely different plant. So when you pick popcorn, it is like a popcorn kernel. It's just, you know, it's like a cob covered in popcorn kernels. What's happening right now? <laughs> You're playing checkers and we're playing chess. Yeah. That's what's happening. So, and I'm telling you, man, just like, with, I mean, any other vegetable or plant, edible plant, if it comes out of the ground and you eat it quickly, it is better than if it's set on the store shelf, right? 100%. 
this popcorn literally like you stick it in your mouth when it's fresh and it almost like melts in your mouth. Explodes. Phenomenal. I feel like I'm being pranked right now. No, (laughs) I got. I I think I got some uh, some photo evidence of this. I'm gonna need to see this after. I even have a tool for for, uh, taking the the kernels off of the cob. It's just like just a cylinder looking thing that kind of tapers off and just and falls down. There's a bunch of uh, corn silk on there. Kind of got to shake the tray around, get the silk out, put it in a jar. I'm not making any statements in any direction right now because I feel like I'm being set up. No, this is 100% true, dude. You didn't Did realize, you really? I, you didn't realize yeah, I was that country? I don't know what's happening. I think Ali V thought I was a city boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, um, that, he's, he's 100% telling the truth. Yes. Sunday school Sunday. Yep. First time, first time I, uh, I pinky swear. First time I grew popcorn was me, my dad and I did it. I was probably sixteen years old. We've, I've been uh, been around a lot of gardens. You know what I'm saying? I so, believe you. It's true on the garden part, <laughs> but not the popcorn. I'm just. I'm not saying I don't know. What I'm saying I do. I'm so, just trying not to get set up right now. <laughs> <laughs> so people, people want to know though. We, so one of these I have an answer for. The other I do not. Hundred <clears throat> percent, but people want to know how do you pop movie type popcorn, movie theater popcorn? There's really only two ingredients mm-hmm. to pop it correctly. There's two ingredients: heat. <laughs> no ingredients. Is heat not an ingredient? <laughs> well, other than the corn itself, the corn itself. Yeah, so three three ingredients counting the corn and the heat. And you do need a quality corn. The more quality the yes. corn, the better the product. And I think I think they're using yellow corn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the more quality, as the, opposed to the white, Ali V. <laughs> Again, you have. I can't pop- wait to hear about this queso plant. There are plant so next. many varieties of popcorn: <laughs> purple, blue, you yeah. rainbow corn. It's all decorative stuff, like a mm-hmm. gourd or a squash. You know how you have like the blue tortilla chips? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I'm telling you, it, it you're really playing checkers. Line, when it comes to your popcorn game, you're playing checkers. Dude, I don't even think he's playing checkers. <laughs> I'm just sitting here Dude's right now. Playing, uh, <laughs> he's still playing Barrel of Monkeys. He's still waiting for Ashton Kutcher to pop out. <laughs> I've been set up on this podcast. And no. so I'm, I just don't know what it uh, is yet. So th- there's, if you want to make movie-flavored popcorn, one thing I will suggest is it, it's going to help if you get some type of proper popcorn popper similar to what they have at the movie theater, like some type of kettle popper. I think I think it's more than help. I think that it's a necessity if you want to get legit yeah. movie theater flavor. You're going to want to have something, some kind of arm yeah. that is stirring the oil and the corn and the salt. Yeah, and and, the, and it only helps because it it's similar to kind of like cornbread in a cast iron skillet and the fact that it gets seasoned over a period of time and like the popcorn... Like they do, they will clean them periodically, but for the most part, for long periods of time, you won't. No, and they, then they'll when, like wipe it out at the end of the day, right? And if they ever do a full clean, they'll actually reseason it before they use it again, similar to a cast iron skillet. So, anyway, two major ingredients outside of the corn. So you need a quality popcorn to start with, and then uh, the oil is actually butter enriched or butter flavored. Coconut, coconut oil is what it is. That's the correct thing to use. And when you pop with it, it it's not an oil like you would pour. It is. It's a solid, man. It's a solid. It looks like 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 
Crisco or something. Yeah, like a, like a spread, like a margarine almost, kind of flaky. Mm-hmm. You ever seen those big blocks of butter? And you try to scrape some off and it kind of flakes? Yep. That's what it looks like. It's in a jar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're telling the truth. And it's very unhealthy. I mean, if you, you've, you've, pop, you've ran the, um, the, the popcorn machine at like a uh, concession stand before? I think so. And they have the pre-packaged things that they cut open, and it's got the really hard yellow stuff in there. Yes, and then it's got some little, then it's got some little yellow powder. Okay, that's all three ingredients. That's the popcorn. That's the butter and rich coconut oil, and the third, and the most crucial. Oh, crucial, big time is Flavacol, also known as Jack's Fry Salt. Jack's Fry Salt. Flavacol. It is a butter flavored, super fine. Salt, super fine. It's, the, it's that orange stuff, man. It's, pop, okay. it's you're popcorn. Get, you're salt. thinking Milo's kind of salt, but it's different than Milo's. Yeah, I was thinking Milo's. It's Jack's. It's Jack's. It's Jack's because I've seen it in Jack's. I've seen a seen the jugs of it back there. Okay. Now, all three of these products are Flavacol is not super readily available, but it is. I mean, you can buy it on you Amazon. Get, yeah, you can get it on Amazon. Amazon, and it comes in what looks like a tall milk carton. It's like a pint. Maybe pint and a half size milk carton, old school paper. Yeah, fold it to open it. Milk carton. Yeah, he still thinks we're lying. He thinks we're lying. There's, <laughs> this is the biggest setup there, we've ever done. There's some people listening to this though that are about to take their popcorn this, game hey, to the no, next they, they level. They going up two or three <laughs> notches. He, you know what he's thinking right now? What? We we were talking about pranks and said we had something cooked up. <laughs> <laughs> this true. Is, <laughs> he thinks today's, we're gonna, today's the day. He thinks we're going to set his house on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's Flavacol mm-hmm. is, is it. Yep. I promise. And they actually had, did you know they have different flavor Flavacols? Yes. They have like, uh, if I remember, like a cinnamon one maybe or a. There's uh, a, uh, like a, there's an organic version actually. It may be a uh, lower sodium version. There's a lot of them. Yeah, but no, nobody wants Why would that. you do that? I don't, yeah. I, I don't want it, but there are several different. Let me get Rouse popcorn salt that's not as salty. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, give me an unsalted saltine, please. <laughs> Why do they make those and call them saltines? That's a great Somebody question. Somebody tell me that. <laughs> I don't know. Just eans. There's no salt. <laughs> so that, that's how you make proper movie theater popcorn. So if you're going to invite me to your home and you're going to tell me you make movie theater popcorn, if there is not some type of butter-flavored or butter-enriched coconut oil and flavor call involved, then you're... You're wrong. Yeah. All right. So what's 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 your preferred method to pop it? So I have a, a few. I actually have an old uh the nostalgia brand, you know what I'm talking about? I have that countertop thing. Yeah. Yeah, I have with the same the, with thing. the actual small kettle. Yeah. Okay. So I've got that. And then I have a whirly pop. You know I, what I'm talking about? I think for your daily popcorn voyage, whirly pop might be the the it's way gonna, to go. It's going to be the most affordable. Yeah, and efficient. I mean, it's it's right there. It's ready to go. Easy to clean. It's basically like a regular uh, pot like you would have on a stovetop, and it has a wooden handle with a crank attached to the end of it, so it stirs at the bottom. So the crank is attached to a gear that's attached to another gear that goes <clears throat> down to the bottom, and the arm rotates at the bottom, stirring the oil and the salt and the corn, getting a very evenly distributed heat. I've also had... And that works pretty well using the same exact ingredients is a crazy stir popcorn popper. Have you seen that? Yeah. It's, it's like, like a, isn't that a, like it, a countertop? Kind this of countertop, it, it's like a round electric kettle or electric griddle type thing 
with an arm. The arm is crucial. I think it, yeah. I think you got to have it. And then the bowl or the lid that sits on top is clear and it doubles as the bowl for the popcorn. Mm. So it's cool. And you, the cool, I, I will suggest those as well because you can, and you can buy them at Target. Yeah. Uh, I think you can get Whirly Pops at Bass Pro Shop, but you can get a Crazy Stir at Target or something real similar to a Crazy Stir. And then when it, but what's cool about that, especially if you got small kids, is they get to watch the popcorn pop. Yeah. Because you're looking through a clear glass or a clear plastic bowl. And then when it's done, you take the entire thing, flip it upside down, and the lid doubles as the bowl for your popcorn. What's that called? That's called a crazy stir. That's the crazy okay. stir. The other one's the, <laughs> the Whirly Pop. And if you're going to get a Whirly Pop, we're going to want to go with the Whirly Pop brand. Yeah. Because I've gone off brand on that before yeah, and it didn't work. Hits out. different. Yeah, it ain't right. All right, so the other one that we really need like an entire podcast for, but we don't have near enough time, is the thing that that I have, the one that I've been after for so long. So there were two things that I was like, really three, you could throw fried rice in there, um, but really the two things that I I wanted to know how to make popcorn like a movie theater does. I wanted it to taste the same. Figure, got that one, okay? The other is I want to know how do you make, white cheese dip like Mexican restaurants. And now here's the thing. This one is the biggest pet peeve of mine is because I've had so many conversations about this and people are so wrong. Okay. So if you're listening to this podcast, then I want you to come to me and I want you to give me what your recipe is. And let me just go ahead and tell you up front. Meet us at Wendy's. <laughs> no. <laughs> if, if you come to me and you start with, well, what you got to do is go to the deli section and get some white American, get it cut up. No. You're making a Mexican product with white American cheese? Is that what you're trying to say? Listen, no. You are wrong. I can't, I, you're going to make me angry if you come to me and say that. Well, what you got to do is get white American, get it cut up. Or what you got to do is get um, some, um, what's it, pepper jack cheese from the deli or whatever and get it cut up or what? Listen, you are wrong you do not know what you're talking about i'm this is not something that i would got curious about this past week this is something that i've been researching and looking into for five years i was about to say you, <laughs> you mentioned queso to me years ago <laughs> we're so, talking pre-covid here people all, all you need people say this all the time all you need is a little white american and some milk <laughs> Shoot. no I was going to say, how many people do you think are going to message you? Now, I think the number is zero. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's just messaging you. You attacked everyone. Nobody's inviting you to dinner anymore. You have hurt people's feelings. So, it look, and I've, li- listen, I've exploit, uh, exploit, I've explored the double boil- boiler. I have made cheese dip using white American and canned jalapenos and, um, and, uh, heavy whipping cream. I've done all that kind of stuff. And I can make a cheese dip that's pretty good. I can make a good cheese dip. I cannot make cheese dip that tastes... And here's the thing. I cannot make it that tastes just like the Mexican restaurant. And here, here's the reason why I believe it. Why? Is because they do not use cheese. Come again? They don't use cheese. They use a imitation cheese product similar to, similar but not exactly like a Velveeta. It's not cheese. And, and the reason that I know it's not cheese is because of the way that some people will say, well, it don't harden as quickly because of the milk or because of the heavy whipping cream. Listen, 
one, one time, one more time. You're wrong. No, no, <laughs> that's not what's happening. So they use, I'm, I, I don't know for certain, but the best, the best information that I have up to this point, what I really, I'm putting this out there. If someone knows someone who owns or operates a local Mexican eatery, please. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Was this entire podcast I'm, just so we could throw I'm, that out there? I'm begging you so we don't have to hear about this anymore. For this moment, <laughs> please help me out. Because here's the thing. The, I, I've come to the conclusion that it is a commercially available product that is a cheese sauce. that they Their base is what I'm saying. Yes, it's got some type of milk or heavy whipping cream in it. Yes, it has some type of canned jalapenos in it. Yes, it has. And here's something a lot of people leave out of their cheese dip garlic powder or garlic salt has in it it definitely does um i believe the base is some type of already liquid cheese sauce or possibly something like a commercially available product like lando lakes extra milk is what it's called so it's a it's a large five pound loaf of imitation cheese no if, if you if i go into a mexican place <laughs> i've never been to and i see uh lando lakes posted up around the place yeah I'm thinking their cheese tip might be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's a few products that are commercially available, but here's the thing. I still think so. if <laughs> I feel like if I go to Blake's house and in the basement, there's a map somewhere with just <laughs> string and stuff for this cheese Cigarette dip. butts everywhere. Who's got the best cheese dip? Who's got the best cheese dip? In this? Just period that you guys have had. I have an answer, and unfortunately, they're closed now. I have an answer that will blow your mind. It's all the same to me. No. No, no, it's no, really no. not. It, no. it, it, the, it's the, all the same to me. The place that I, I think the place that I had it was is closed now too. It is uh, the Marble Ring. Where's that at? It was in a. Uh, it was in Avondale. It was mm. like a quote unquote speakeasy type deal. You had to yeah go in this uh, phone booth. <laughs> I'm serious. Pick up a phone. Yeah, I think I've heard and people say how about many that. people you had, and then the wall, the back wall to the phone booth would open up, and it was at like. There was a hot dog stand right there. Legit? The hot dog stand. Really? Yeah, I'm that's serious. awesome. And you go in there. That made me feel so Harry Potter. Oh, it, it was awesome. It was interesting atmosphere in there, though. I don't. Yeah. It wasn't somewhere I wanted to go back, but just randomly that night they just had they were like our oh, special uh, queso. I was like, well, let's try it out, and that is the best queso I've ever had in my life. Was it like a white cheese dip? Yeah. Okay. I it, love. No, it it had a little more. Uh, it was a little chunkier. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Super chunky. I like it real thin and runny, like the white, like you get it most of the places around here. Yeah, see, I like it. The Iguana Grill has some phenomenal. Queso. I like Iguana Grill. They have good. All. They have good queso. Their atmosphere is fantastic. And it's a, it's a, to me, it's a little on the thick side. I like Superior Grill. You know, and it closed now. It's closed. Yeah, on two eighty. Dang. Yeah. Closed. I never never went there. Hard times out here. Their 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 queso was fantastic, but I I uh. Anyway, I, I'm putting that out there. If if someone knows, and I'm I'm serious, don't come to me unless you know. Like you got to know. Don't approach him. Don't invite him to dinner. This you got to bring it to be able to talk to Blake Wingo. <laughs> Listen, where I think this differs vastly from the popcorn discussion is, I'm not sure that it would ever be worth the trouble and the time to make queso at your house, like. Mexican restaurant because right. with the popcorn you can buy these ingredients and they're on your shelf 
yes. until you use them. That's correct. And you can buy them in smaller quantities. Yes. And I think that's the problem that I'm running into because I have not been able to try the Lando Lakes Extra Milk because since it's a commercially available product, the smallest quantity I can get it in is essentially a case of five-pound loaves. So I'm talking about spending like $150 on fake but cheese. But, dude, if, this is, if you've cracked the code with that, you can sling that stuff on the streets and double your money. Well, because here, here's my... Here's Facebook my, Marketplace. It, my, my, my whole thing with Mexican restaurants is if you have good queso, you win. Yeah. Who has bad queso? Uh, there, I'm not going to throw anybody yeah, under the bus. Yeah, I don't want to throw anybody there's, under the bus, but there's, there's a, a local place that is very, very inconsistent. Yeah. Like I've, I've gone in never there, had bad I've gone queso. in there, and it was good, and then I've gone there, and it seriously like tasted like runny, just white water. I've never had that. Do you know anybody who doesn't like queso? Well, it's got a pretty high approval rating. Here's the thing that I don't like. There is somebody... And it blew my mind when I heard it, but I can't think of who it is. Because I, I, I re, you could really say I started this journey as a teenager. And I remember the first time. <laughs> I remember the first time. He's got a journal. Going <laughs> back to 1996. Queso journal. Cheese stain <laughs> journal. It's, it's one of those uh, composition books with yeah. the black and white stuff on the front. <laughs> I, rem, I remember, and this is, all right. And it'll lead, this kind of leads to kind of what I want to end with. But there. <laughs> The first time I ever went into a Mexican restaurant and was eating the cheese, maybe not the first time, but like as a, maybe it's like a college, college age, you know, I'm sitting there eating cheese dip and finally I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to ask them. And so the waiter comes back to the table later on for something. And I look at him, I'm like, man, will you please tell me like, what kind of cheese is this? Like I start on like that most simple yeah. level, right? So, cause then I didn't know what all I know now in terms of what all's involved, right? I just think. I think they're doing like my mom does at home where they melt some sort of cheese and, right. mix, and mix a can of Rotel or whatever. Right. Anyway. And I say, what kind of cheese? And he's queso. And I'm like, oh, okay. He didn't know what you were saying. Huh? He didn't understand what you were asking, I think. I don't know. Well, then I, I, I've had, I've, I say, can you tell me what type of cheese is in the cheese dip? Yeah. And they'll say queso, queso cheese. And I'm like, okay, so cheese, cheese, because queso is his, is Spanish for cheese. Yeah, so, cheese, cheese. Yeah, <laughs> checks out to me. <laughs> that that drives me if crazy. You, if you can find somebody that has this extra milk and will just offload one brick of it, yeah, I'll, I'll go, a couple I'll go of kilos. Ha- I'll, go, I'll go halfsies with you on that. Well, here here's what I thought about doing. A couple of kilos of Lando Lakes. <laughs> yeah. I've thought about. I've thought about walking into one of our local Mexican restaurants, and there's a couple of them where I don't know them personally, but I at least know who the owner is. Yeah, been in there a lot. I've been in there. Laying the groundwork. Yeah. And I've thought about walking. It's kind of networking. (laughs) I've thought about walking in because I've I've become so desperate that I wanted to walk in and take a $100 bill (laughs) and just walk up to him, stand right in front of him, pop, pop, pop it a little bit. Turn it, let him see that it's real, and say, this is yours. I want to walk to the kitchen, and I want to watch you make queso from scratch, a batch of it, 
and I want to be able to photo document every piece of it. I hope that happens, and you walk in there, and he's got a big jug that says queso queso. Yeah. <laughs> pours it out. <laughs> dump, dump it in a crock pot to keep it warm. Well, and that's the thing. As long it's as okay, I can, so. as long as I can take a picture of the can, <laughs> I'm a hundred percent for that. Because that that's the thing. I I this is one of like the popcorn thing. I have to know. <laughs> Because that that's somebody that's help my man out here, please. Uh, I and know. I, I, hey, seriously, I think I can help out on this. Can you? I really. I'm, I'm just now, you know. I, you have to grow off, a queso plant. Firing off signals in my brain. No, I know a guy who happens to be my dad, who knows. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Start that over. I know a guy <laughs> who happens to be my dad, <laughs> who knows a guy, a couple of guys. Who have owned multiple Mexican restaurants in our area, and he's actually taken a trip to Mexico with these guys. So I think he's close enough to get us some info. I think this is our guy. Because here's the thing: I'm not trying to start a restaurant. I don't want to compete. I just want to be able to. Maybe I want it on Christmas when you're not open. <laughs> oh, you know, or to tell everybody maybe, else that they're maybe, wrong. Maybe I want queso over my turkey. Yeah, <laughs> like, or ham yeah. or whatever. Uh, but I will say this: If you have a good queso, you win. And it, it I feel, I, I've talked about this before, but I think something, man, restaurants struggle right here in in this immediate area, in Corner, Alabama, where we are. Restaurants, yeah, they struggle. I feel bad for them, but they do. But I do think something similar to like a Moe's would work mm-hmm. if you if you had good queso. Yeah. If you had good queso, if somebody and, comes to town with some bomb queso, it's gonna work, bro. That's what I'm saying because a Mexican Mexican restaurant, it's like it's low overhead. It's like pizza. Yeah. Like all your ingredients are the same. The only thing that changes is your method of delivery. So, like it, with pizza, for instance, if you can make a supreme and you can make a meat lovers, you can make pretty much anything. Yeah. With Mexican food, it's like okay, I need to be able to make. A chicken dish, a steak dish, and a beef dish, beef, chicken, whatever. I need to make all three. And now all I got to do is say, okay, am I putting it in a big tortilla yeah. and wrapping it up? Am I frying it like a quesadilla? Am I putting it on chips? What am I doing? Because, in other words, just the carrier, the method of delivery is what changes every time. The vehicle. Yeah. That's it. And then, but if your queso is good enough, you can, and you're willing to pedal it out, like you're willing to say, yeah. all right, I'm just going to put a big old spoon of queso on everything. Yep. You'll be successful. People will line up. You got good chips, queso, and salsa, you're fine. Just do the basics everywhere else. Yeah. And then and also don't 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 try to don't try to have such a vast menu. Yeah. Like do what you do really well. Like make knock it out of the park with queso and do burritos, nachos, quesadillas, tacos covered in that queso or with that queso and chips and salsa, like you said. And don't worry about anything else. You'll win. You can throw a dessert in there if you want to throw some churros in there. Go for it. Ooh, churros. churros are good. Don't do fried ice cream, you liars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ice cream with cornflakes. Yeah, it's not fried. Fried ice cream. <laughs> Frauds. All right. I'll tell you who's some frauds as far as Mexican food. That's Chewy's. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I've had better frozen microwave Mexican than Chewy's. I, I must remain silent on this topic. <laughs> Your wife loves Chewy's. I can neither confirm nor deny. No, I know she does, all and she's wrong. Women love Chewy's. 
It's weird. It's the anti-Adam Sandler. <laughs> I think it's terrible. I've only had it a couple times. All women. Back. All women love Chewies. I'm not a fan. I think I've seriously only had it twice. Wasn't impressed. So, this is cheesy and corny, but I think it's funny. One of my favorite singer-songwriters, Andrew Peterson, is folky singer-songwriter. Was that an intentional pun? Hold on. What? Cheesy. And corny. Wow. I'm so yeah. good, I don't even know it. <laughs> he, has a, uh, he has a song about <laughs> white cheese dip. <laughs> it's called. Who is this now? I wasn't paying attention. Andrew Peterson. Uh. He has a song about white cheese dip. It's called Alien Conspiracy. Of course, the guy who basically doesn't like music knows about a song. About cheese dip? It's cheese dip. I got to read you guys the lyrics because it's really funny. But it's about, he he basically talks about going into Mexican restaurants like what I just did and say it. Because I've I've heard him sing it live. And he'll talk about going into a Mexican restaurant and asking, hey, so how do you make this cheese dip? And they're like, oh, it's just queso or we just melt cheese or whatever. Like they'll give him some just like. Really vague answer, you know. Yeah. That's <clears throat> anyway. They won't tell you, and so he thought one day he was like, "Oh, it's a it's a conspiracy. They don't want to tell us. Like they won't tell us because then they feel like we'll like push them out of the business or whatever." Or anyway, so he thought that's a funny that's a funny concept. So this is this is the song. It says, "There is a reason you see that I'm thicker in the middle. I could blame it on my bad knee, maybe just a little. I could blame it on my blue jeans or that my wife is such a fine chef." My metabolism's changing, but I haven't told you why yet. No, it's a magical, mysterious, Hispanically ambiguous glaze you see. <laughs> and then here's the chorus. What is that white stuff on my nachos? It's too thin for melted cheese. It's too thick to be just milk. So won't somebody tell me, please, what is this white stuff I'm consuming? Because it's so consuming me. And he goes to the next verse. Well, you know they'd never tell you because then they'd have to kill you. There's a mother load of cheese juice that they found at Machu Picchu. <laughs> In the temple of the Incas, there's a fountain flowing cheese dip, and they smuggle it through Texas and trick us with the free chips. Do you sing your like sing that to yourself? And I've sang it to my kids a few times. Uh, it's mind control in a salsa bowl. I'm not even sure I remember how I got here. And then he goes into the chorus again. Give me some of that white stuff on my nachos. Too thin for melted cheese. Too thick to be just milk. In its sublime consistency, what is that white stuff I'm consuming? Because it's so consuming consuming me and then here's the last verse so consider this a love song it's a kind of confession as for me you see i'm long gone because so consider this a lesson they want to turn us into zombies to lurch into lost hacienda to gobble up the chimichangis that ain't how you want to end up i'll tell you friends mexico remembers the alamo and the ghost of santa anna's on the move taking over with the white stuff on the nachos anyway and he goes goes into it again and then the last line he, he when he says what is that white stuff I'm consuming because it's so consuming me. What is that white stuff? Won't somebody tell me, please? What is that white stuff? Oh, I don't care. Just pass the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I thought that was good. So please, 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 somebody reach out. You going to hook me up? I, I seriously somebody, think I, Somebody help this man. Yeah, I, I really think I can. I'm not even I'm not kidding. I think I can help here. So we'll have to provide an update if we nail it. Yeah. If I if I nail this to the point that I can, at at my my you know whenever I want to at my pleasure you I can quit just, your job and open a restaurant right here. No 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying if I could just make it whenever I want to at home. I I'll put that on my tombstone. <laughs> Worthy people. I'll put I made it or <laughs> he I did it and everybody will think oh he 
he made it to heaven. No, yeah. no, no. I finally made cheese dip. Yeah. That was it. That's all I wanted. Anyway.